spending time in the pool is excellent for your physical health, but it can be challenging when you don't have the right tools or guidance to be effective in the water. Welcome to Between the Laps. Each week, I will cover a variety of drills and techniques that will help you become a more efficient and effective swimmer. The drills and methods we introduce each week, you can put into practice immediately to see results. We will dive into the essential foundations of proper swimming, like breathing, body position, and kick. We'll also uncover some of the more minor elements used in each stroke that will have a significant impact on your effectiveness in the water. Whether you're new to the sport or have been swimming for years, Between the Laps will provide you with a unique view that will change how you swim. You'll find insight in this show that you will find nowhere else online. So let's dive in. In today's episode, we talk about how you can improve the rhythm of your butterfly. This doesn't have to be a complicated stroke. It can actually be a very easy stroke to get right. You just have to have the right tools in place. This is actually from a previous recording that we did a few years back, but I felt like we needed to share this again. So without further ado, let's dive into the episode. Today. So today we had a question about learning the rhythm of butterfly. A lot of people look at butterfly and they think that is the hardest stroke. It is definitely one of the most physically challenging strokes, but it's actually one of the easier strokes to conquer in terms of rhythm and timing. Breaststroke is definitely the harder of the two, or out of the four, is definitely the harder of all those in order to get the timing and rhythm correct. So when a lot of people are learning how to do butterfly, we try to teach them to use two kicks for every one pull. And what this ends up doing is it gives you a bit of a, a power kick and then an extra whip motion in order to throw your body forward. So you have this one large kick that gets your hips up. Then you get that second kick that just kind of snaps and gets you gets a little bit of extra power as you continue forward. The problem with this is, is when you're teaching people how to do this, what they end up doing is a lot of them be, start using four kicks. They add a down up, for what, which is two kicks. Then they have another down up, which is another two kicks. So all of a sudden they have four kicks for their entire swim or entire stroke cycle. So we want to reduce this down a little bit. We want to make sure that it's not a one, two, one, Two, and notice my hips are already going, there's one, two, one, two. We don't want to do that. We don't want to have that extra bit of kick. We want a nice fluid motion, okay? It's, think of a dolphin. Think of, of how a lot of marine animals do swim. They have that nice sort of forward motion. Every single pull, every single kick has to work together. So one thing I talk about in swim is I actually tell them to think in more in just doing one kick for each pull. Because what happens is actually the second kick naturally comes to the stroke anyways, without even thinking about it. So we have our first kick, so we get our first motion, 
which helps get our arms up and over in front of our bodies. Then we come down with the hips. We get that second kick and we come back up and we're forward and bringing our arms forward again. Okay? So, we really want to use our hips. Our hips are the driving force in butterfly. All right? Uh, in some of the other strokes, you know, you're a little bit more reliant on how your arms and your limbs and your body position is going to be. All right? That's going to sort of drive that extra bit of forward motion. But in fly, we're very much reliant on this part of our body. This is driving the rhythm. This is driving the motion. So if your hips are going up, just as we talked about before, we talked about the seesaw approach. If our hips are up, that means our head is down and our feet are down. So we're here, down, up, and down. All right, so you get that. Use those hips to drive those arms up and out of the water. If you can use your hips to drive that motion, your arms are going to feel nice and light, and it's going to be nice, easy recovery forward. If you fight that and don't have your hips in the right position or have a weak kick, you're not able to, you're going to be lifting your arms, and that's going to be very heavy coming up out of the water. You're going to have all that water dripping off. You're going to have to break the surface. You have to fight, 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 hard on your shoulders, hard on your lats. All right. So we want to make sure that we have a question. Let's see. Adriel, feel like these. All right. So uh, the question is about kicking from your hips rather than your knees. So a lot of people do do this. This is a common problem. Um, what I see is you get a lot of bending your knees. So we try to keep your legs a little bit straighter in the same way we try to keep them uh, straight for freestyle and backstroke. You, know, you want that straight motion and you want to really push from your chest. This is where the kick starts right here. Okay. So we've talked about pressing the T before. So this is our T motion, all right? Here, you're going to be here and you're going to press the T forward. This is going to drive the hips up and you get that extra little bit of flick at the very end of your stroke. And that's only coming from the ankle flexibility into that snap. So think of a, a whip. If you crack a whip, that last little bit, you crack it once, but you get that last little bit of flick at the very end, and that's where you get that snap of a whip motion. So same idea here. This is the start of your whip all the way down to your toes. So you want to think of that not as different separate pieces of, of your body. You want to have it all as just one piece driving forward. So if we're pushing, pressing the T, you want that driving motion forward. And this fact actually leads me to a great drill to try. Hands by your side. You're not going to push from your hips, even though I said that's where the power comes. You're going to want to try to focus on just the motion of pressing the T. So you want to be here and you're going to drive yourself forward with your chest. Drive yourself forward with your chest. So you're trying to get that up, down, up, down. So you'll find you get that natural rhythm. This is a very slow uh, drill. So drive forward with that rhythm with your chest and you're going to be feeling like you're pressing the water as you move forward, okay? Are you struggling to get over the hurdles that are holding you back in your swimming? Why not try online coaching with us? We offer customized coaching packages 
as along with stroke analysis for videos that you can upload to our members only section of our website. Head over to www.betweenthelaps.com for more details. Now back to the episode. As you kind of increase that, the next part of that is then to add your arms. But to find your rhythm, and, and this is actually something Michael Phelps and, and Coach Bob Bowman do fairly frequently, um, for what I've read, they do a lot of single arm butterfly. All right, this is a very easy drill for a lot of swimmers. There's two options: uh, one where your arm is out in front, and you're using your arm this way. Okay. The second is to put your arm by your side. I prefer this method. It helps get that rhythm. Okay. When you do this, try to breathe as if you're doing freestyle, right? Don't worry too much about driving your head up and forward. It's much easier to take your breath, forward in. Take your breath, forward in, okay? And find that rhythm. You, this is when you can really start using the power from your hips to feel how that feels to get that arm out and around. If you want to go a little bit more advanced, try doing this fingertip drag. Feel that rhythm to try to drag those fingers and flick them out forward. The next thing I find with rhythm in, in butterfly, a lot of people tend to pause at the upper part of their stroke, right? At the catch. Now, if we take that moment to pause, even if it's a brief millisecond, your body's already going to start to sink, okay? It's going to be much harder to get into that next stroke, into that pull, right? And you're going to start losing a lot of water as you do that catch. So if you want to find it to get your rhythm up, and a little bit more smooth, okay? Keep that momentum going in fly. You want to reduce that pause. You don't want to have any pause. Catch and immediately pull in to that next stroke. That will really help continue to drive that motion and drive that rhythm. If you pause, your body's going to want to keep going, but you're taking that extra motion, that extra time to get that kick. And so all of a sudden you get this loppy off motion kick. So you want to make sure that you don't pause up here. Okay, so we come here, grab, immediately go into that next pole. You want to be fast and fluid into that next pole. Good drill for this one. Remove the recovery out of your stroke. Just work on the pole from here to here, here to here, okay, here to here. You can do this one outside the water. If you have a bungee cord, loop it around a pole, loop it around something that's very sturdy. Bend over from here, boom, here, boom, here, boom, okay? You want nice, fast, aggressive, high elbows, get that catch, boom, here, boom, okay? So really try to strive at not having a pause here. If you get that pause out here, if you can reduce that pause out there, that's really going to help improve your rhythm as you continue on learning and developing in uh, butterfly. Sorry. Finally, head. One thing that a lot of swimmers tend to make the mistake of is they try to come out too high, which again, if we're coming up too high, we're A, having to try and really lift our arms and upper body out of the water, all right, which can throw off our rhythm. It gives us too much time to come back all the way down. But if we can stay closer to the, the surface level, then we can drive ourselves forward more rather than kind of an up and down motion. 
So we want to keep our heads looking about five to 10 degrees in front of us. All right. You never want the water to come any lower than this. You want it right below your chin. Okay. All right. If you got a nice beard like, like I do, you want, you want those little extra bits of hair skimming the water every single time. There's no reason why you should be looking at the end of the pool. Okay? The, the end of the pool has not moved from the last lap you did or the, the 10,000 you've done before that. Keep your head down here and you're finding that little trough, little trough of air. You're going to breathe in into that trough. Okay? So inhale, drive back down. Here, drive back down. Here, drive back down. So I've talked to, there's two drills I like to do for this. I mean, I've talked about one of them uh, in previous videos, and that is the piano drill, okay? You're gonna do fingertip drag, move your fingers, and get into that next pull. So by keeping your arms low and dragging those fingers along the surface of the pool, you're gonna find that you can, it will force your body to stay lower in the water, keep that head down, and again, help with your rhythm. Still think about not pausing out front. You want to get into that next stroke immediately. Okay? Alright? You're going to find that a lot of this butterfly really is quite good for your abs, you know, working on that core section. This is a stroke that really relies on that strong core. So really utilize it as much as you can. This is a big set of muscle groups right here. Use that to your advantage. The second drill is actually one full stroke up followed by two kicks underwater, full stroke up, two kicks underwater, okay? So you don't actually want to have your head forward. I'm just doing that to show the camera, so I'll show you right now. So it's one full stroke, one, two, one full stroke, one, two, one full stroke, one, two. So you're diving down on those two kicks in between. This is good for, you want, uh, good for your kick and really kind of gets you that consistent rhythm. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you have any questions or concerns, please write us, message us. We want to hear from you. Until next week, hit that subscribe button, share this podcast with your friends, leave a comment. We read and respond to every comment that comes in. We want to thank you for being here. Until next week, keep swimming, have fun, see you soon.